0: stopwatch and start welcome to justice losers the podcast where we talk about pop culture and media namely movies tvs and comics i'm your host preston joined as always by my delightful co-host batman batman what should people do no i just
1: say matt i never say that matt what should people do i just start with matt. Oh. I just go with matt
0: matt what should people do
1: like subscribe and tell a friend uh particularly probably check out our instagram have we said instagram lately
0: i think we said instagram last week uh twitter twitter
1: is a place that I sometimes do things. I once called out Rob Liefeld on it. No, that's I not mean, true. I called out. I called out. Yeah, called I called out
0: Rob Liefeld on it. Yeah. And that was a thing that got no reaction in the broader world. Probably because we don't have enough of a following. That's your fault. Follow yep. us on Twitter.
1: Yeah, assholes.
0: Yep. So, Matt, what you been up to? Well... This is where the pretense kind of breaks down, isn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah. You know, I'm just going to do what I've been up to. Okay. I am, I am Matt. <laughs> uh, you want my note cards? <laughs> Good luck on mine. Um, fuck. How do you what? <laughs>
0: Just give me those.
1: <laughs> what is that, Matt? What you been up to?
0: Uh, let's see. Well, I. How do you s- read those? They're notes. They're not like explaining those everything of it to say. Some of them are.
1: Those are hieroglyphs. You're crazy. I am I don't know crazy. How you read
0: those. Very carefully, mostly.
1: Oh. <laughs> my dad's doing something on my phone, and there's a for insurance thing. There's an app that needed, uh, like uh, there's a lot of apps now that when you log in, they now mm-hmm. have the option to connect to the fingerprint thing, oh. the biometric thing. He needed to get mine verified, so he came in and <laughs> just put my phone on my finger.
0: <laughs> that was weird. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, what have I been up to? Uh, so I talked a couple weeks ago about, about how I read Batman Arkham Asylum. Yep, nope. which I did, and it was mm-hmm. good. It was weird. And then I also talked about how the 25th anniversary edition, which I think is pretty much the only one you can get these days, mm-hmm. uh, has the whole complete script in the back with some notes. The whole by- script? The whole script. Oh, I didn't know it was the whole script. Yeah, the whole thing Holy shit. W- with some notes by Grant Morrison uh-huh. explaining like some of the symbolism and stuff. Yeah. Because there's a lot of symbol. It's really dense yeah. with just symbols and mm. icons and ideas. And it's I'm
1: going to have to borrow that soon.
0: Yeah. You got a whole s- you're gonna have to borrow like half my comic shelf. Yeah. Listen. At some point here. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, no, so it's it's interesting. It's really dense. Um I definitely did not get a lot of the stuff he was talking about my first read through because it's all like yeah i'm playing on all these elements which are tied to these specific themes because that's how it is in the is it tarot deck tarot deck t-a-r-o-t tarot 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 tarot, tarot. tarot. tarot cards tarot cards tarot cards yeah. tarot cards yeah it's like there's a whole bunch of those that come back and come up and uh um, oh
1: is madame xanadu in there a lot no whoa what? not once did really
0: She's in Swamp Thing, though.
1: Yeah. Which would be a, a great with, segue, but we'll save that. She does a we'll lot with
0: like, the tarot cards. Yeah. No, and it's just Batman walks into Arkham Asylum, huh. and Joker's there, and Two-Face is there, okay. and Killer Croc's there, and Clayface is there. I don't like the interpretation of Clayface. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one is it? Um, It's... Basil? Basil I don't... Carlo? They don't even... They don't even put a name on it. It's oh. just they show one page, and they okay. refer to him as Clayface. Um, it's like...
1: This is like a black label thing, isn't it? It's a, um, it's a standout, it's a
0: It's yeah, it's it's kind of a one-off thing. Mm-hmm. Um it's much more it, it it's much closer to R-rated. Yeah. There's some some blood and some uh pretty unpleasant insinuations about Mad Hatter in particular. Oh. And his fondness for little girls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, the way they do Clayface is, uh, Grant Morrison describes it in the notes as more diseased and rotting. Like it's supposed to evoke, uh, the AIDS fears that were kind of going on at the time because this mm-hmm. came out in 89, mm-hmm. um, it's supposed to be more in that direction. Okay. Um, so it's interesting, but yeah. I, I really like the classic Clayface as sort of a fun, dumb comic villain.
1: Yep. Hmm
0: like not saying clayface himself is dumb saying like the idea of someone who can just shapeshift oh, into yeah. anything is it's a it's a classic like it's sort of the straightforward really out there villain yeah and it's...
1: he got a lot in rebirth uh mm-hmm. towards the kind of the early middle of rebirth kind of where the uh well once rebirth happened it was i believe done under the rebirth banner uh actually i think it was just right at the start of rebirth there was a whole bunch of like the team up between uh, Batman and Clayface. Like He was there a lot. Batman, Clayface, okay. and Batwoman did a whole lot at the very beginning. Okay. So apparently, it's really great. So, knows. I can't wait to get there. Yeah. When I have money. Yep. <laughs> Still paying off that tons of money I spent on fixing my fucking car.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Priorities. yeah uh, spe- well. Speaking of comics, I finally read Snowblind, uh, which was that little one-off thing by Boom Studios that I got because hey it looked interesting and
1: was it interesting it was fine nah.
0: It's um sort of a modern noir set in alaska uh, as this teenager and um he discovers his parents moved from louisiana up to alaska because of the witness protection program oh. they're in the witness protection program because there's some some shady stuff in louisiana and he unravels some secrets and wrestles with some themes and stuff and it's um the best thing I can say about it is it authentically feels like it's the perspe- from the perspective of a teenager. And the worst thing I can say about it is that it authentically, authentically feels yeah, feels like it's teenager. from the perspective of a teenager. It's so, um just the writing is almost whiny at times. Yeah. Uh and it a lot of it just feels like it's it doesn't have the ideas behind it to justify the weight of the things it's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um so stuff's not super fleshed out. You don't really care about any of the characters. Yeah. Um, part of that's the fact that it's just short. Hmm. Four issues. They don't feel like long issues. They're pretty sparse dialogue-wise. Huh. Um
1: How long did it take you to read? Like an hour?
0: Like 10 minutes.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
0: but I also read comics fast.
1: Yeah. yeah well, I, gonna, like, I, I
0: read them slow if they're interesting and enjoyable. Like the Alan Moore Swamp Thing run, those ones, like, I'd sit down and take, like, 15, 20 minutes on a single issue because... Gotcha digging in they're dense there's a lot of interesting imagery going on it makes yeah. you sit and think for a bit it's good stuff yeah i keep coming up with great segues into swamp thing but it's not time for that yet <laughs> <laughs> uh what else have i been up to um oh i've uh started jessica jones season three what'd you think got about okay. halfway through okay um i came really close to texting you after about three episodes and saying uh jessica jones season three is greater than daredevil season three
1: I would have thrown my phone across Norman at you. I know. But I don't one hundred percent disagree.
0: The first three episodes are really great. <laughs> yeah. And it kinda goes downhill after that.
1: It does. Um How it, far are you? I'm done.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm only about eight episodes.
1: Okay. In. Yeah. No, it it uh yeah, no, it uh how many episodes are in there? Ten?
0: Thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Okay. Last two episodes. Last three two, three episodes I think are really good. Okay. Because it completely shifts the show. Okay. Um, and I'm not gonna say reasons why. Um I'm just gonna say that there's some character development that pays off pretty well. Okay. Good. So.
0: Yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: We have very different opinions on shows and stuff. This so. is this is true. <laughs>
0: this is true. Yeah. But I mean we agreed I I really loved the beginning and it kinda it it felt like it pulled a couple punches, sort of. I'm at the point I'm at.
1: Yeah. So okay. I guess I'll say I also watched Jessica Jones season three. Um, I yeah. one of the things that I my biggest complaint about it is the uh the Hogarth storyline did not get better from season two.
0: I've kind of liked it.
1: I just it it's confusing. A little bit, yeah. It pays off towards the end to kind of like you. They basically explicitly tell you her all of her motives,
0: mm.
1: which, like, it makes it a little bit better when you understand her motives. Mm-hmm. But I wish they'd done a better job of, like, kind of letting you understand the motives yeah. on yourself. Yeah, rather yeah. than, like, going, ah, she's doing all this shit that's kind of confusing. Here's why.
0: Rather mm-hmm. than, like,
1: ah, oh, she's doing this stuff that's kind of confusing. But if you read between the lines, you understand why she's doing it.
0: Yeah, doesn't okay. trust the audience enough. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Yep. So I got eight episodes in within like the first weekend, and I haven't watched anything since. Gotcha. I just have really slowed down because I'm not super engaged. I'm I'm still enjoying it, yeah. but it's it's gone from like tier one menu to sort of middle tier menu. Yeah. Like maybe above the median, but yeah. Like which is high praise. Yeah. Like up there. Yeah. Somewhere like... somewhere in that that yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh. I don't know why this is on my, what you've been up to, but did you know that Octavia Spencer was in Spider-Man in 2002 one? Yeah. Where was she? She's the, so you remember how Spider-Man, he first goes and he goes and fights in like a cage match? Yeah. She's the sassy woman who signs people up for the cage match. Oh my God. (laughs) She doesn't even have a name in the credits.
1: I just realized I have a whole bunch of news screenshots on my phone and my dad's working on my phone. I'll mm. See if I can get that before we get to news.
0: Yeah. So what you been up to? Uh,
1: well, quite a lot because I've been kind of busy with work now. So I have TV shows on the side. Right. Uh, as I mentioned, I read or I watched uh, Jessica Jones. I've said my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, gets I really liked it towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. It, boy, I kind of wish that they made it go like just really poorly at the end. Like mm-hmm. just made you disappointed at the at the end, so you don't want more. because yeah. you're Not gonna get more on Netflix. still waiting for disney plus to drop and i'm sure it's just gonna be like hey disney plus also here's one new season of all of those shows man that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) um because disney knows how to keep secrets yeah because of marvel they've learned they've Mm -hmm. learned it's it is marvel yeah um so what else have i done i watched john wick
0: Hey, finally. I watched the first John Wick. What'd you think?
1: Uh, I completely understand now why you wanted to do an episode on movies that were way better than they had any right to be. Yeah. First, like, 15 minutes, you're like, why the fuck am I watching this? Yeah. And then you're just like, this is awesome. And then the action kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh. it's so stupid to just have these completely not Russian accents.
0: Oh, yeah, Russians no. Russians
1: be like, oh, not john wick and they <laughs> barely explain. oh he's the one that kills the boogeyman could
0: i just <laughs>
1: just a bunch of bullshit yeah could and i just,
0: just could i just say alfie allen trying to speak russian is worse than anyone in my russian one class ever oh was god he
1: just all of the russian family and just like the just storyline just fucking none of it made sense yeah, and it's just like
0: who cares. I
1: just like watching him just brutally murder a whole bunch of people. It's, it's amazing. A, it
0: is a means to an end.
1: It is just oh, it's glorious. But oh, what an end it is. Oh man, I can't wait to watch two or three. Like wh- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Are the, where do they go from here?
0: Uh, where? they just ramp up at the stakes a little oh, bit. Oh good. <laughs> um, I haven't seen three yet. Two, I like a lot less just because the story gets even more absurd It gets oh, way too involved in its own mythology uh-huh. and i think that's kind of dumb but the action's still great god it's just so.
1: it's so just tells you what you should know yeah like it's like uh it's not it's not what you stole it's whose car you stole what that nobody no it's john wick they call him the Baba or the uh, Baba Baba Yaga. Yaga. The Boogeyman. No, he's the man that kills the Boogeyman. It's like that's <laughs> verbatim the scene. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck am I watching? And then you just watch him <laughs> Baba Yaga, and it's it's pretty good. I like him like singing that Russian like fairy tale song
0: because mm-hmm.
1: that's kind of haunting and kind of cool to like watch him do. Yeah. And then the it. I really like the idea of. I'm actually might be introducing this into my D and D campaign. The idea of a um the favor coins, mm, mm-hmm. like how just when he opens the safe, you just see how fucking many of them he has. And yeah. Like when John like opens this thing, he's got all these rows that he just picks up, and like there's like those like the black guy that dies after like two minutes of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you want to earn a favor token? Obviously, he doesn't have very many mm-hmm. so it just like accents the fact that john McC has fucking all of these because he's the yeah. best and then he gives like a ton to that old cleaning guy yeah my favorite character in the entire movie is that old <laughs> cleaning guy and his crew yes he's just like got the top hat he takes it off does his talking puts it back on and they just clean the whole area yep fucking great yeah uh so i watched that i watched happy exclamation point which i really really enjoyed
0: oh right you were telling me about that yes
1: Basically, it is a better and more brutal version of uh, Umbrella Academy. Not the idea that like he's a superhero or like that. The, the, kind of mm-hmm. Basically, just the like really weird universe things that mm-hmm. it, the, the 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 horse is an imaginary friend, yeah. Who only a few people who believe in him can see, and like, and it's a real thing. Like, so uh, there's a really great like poker montage thing where he's just like it's the moment where he realizes that where um, uh, Sax the um, the te- the guy realizes he can actually use Happy to as a partner mm-hmm. and like Happy goes around and like Happy doesn't understand how poker works he just goes around and tells him what things uh. he has <laughs> and he just like cleans the table um, but no it is Boyd it pulls no punches on anything ever like it's Goes gives you full brutal everything. There's a couple scenes where like you can tell, oh, that's they they're trying to do a. There's a chainsaw in that guy's back, but it's not like going through because there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. with a sci-fi budget. Um, but it's it's hilarious. There's so many times I just b- busted out laughing in the middle of my office. Um, there's a few points where it's just like, like it just it makes your heart drop to your stomach. Mm. Um, and does really good reveals of that stuff. Um, it it's just, it's, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know why it got canceled after season two. Season two is supposed to be coming to Netflix towards the end of 2019, so I'm waiting with bated breath for that. Part of me wants to just spend the money to go to Europe and watch it, because it's in the UK, <laughs> it's, uh, it's there now. Uh-huh. So I just want to go to the UK, watch it, come back. <laughs> uh, no, that's really good. I highly recommend it. Um.
0: Sounds like I should, something I should watch, because- I really wanted to like Umbrella Academy. I like a lot of the ideas that was thrown around, but just for whatever reason, it in particular didn't work. For... I forgot my tea. I made tea, and I was going to bring tea, and I forgot to bring it.
1: You idiot. That anyway. Was... Anyway. Uh, yeah, no, it, it just, like, it does a really good job of slowly revealing things. Um, and like, it. I, every episode you get something new And it all makes sense mm-hmm. and Like I want to go back and watch it again um, And it really just doesn't pull punches It doesn't It's it doesn't imply much mm-hmm. It really shows you out and out what, What's happening But okay. it does it in such a way that like You get it as it's going okay. There's a couple things that you're like I think I have an idea of what's going on there And then they show you like 10 minutes later That it is like to confirm it uh-huh. but They do a good enough job to If you're intelligent Which I'm not So <laughs> yeah uh so i did that i read a couple of the mark wade flash things because i boy i can only read teen titans so much <laughs> oh god i've read like i haven't read anything in between the four or five volumes that i've read back to back and mm-hmm. it's just so dense and man am i sick of the teen titans right now yeah so i was just like i'm just gonna put that under a couple volumes of the flash so I've got five volumes of The Flash. I didn't realize the sixth one, Mark Wade, came out. I think I told you said that yeah, last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've got the two volumes of The Flash I'm going to read, finish up the Teen Titans, and then two more volumes of The Flash, and then read The Wonder Woman that I got by uh, George Perez, which, mm-hmm. did I talk about that? You mentioned yeah. that. And then yep. my, my last two volumes of The Flash. I'm going to go buy the last one before I get to that. All right. Uh, fuck, what else have I done? Um, have we seen a movie recently? Uh. No, not no, recently. Movie. Uh uh Brendan forced me to watch part of uh Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is god just a uh. terrible movie. Wow, the only time I'd seen it was in the theaters when it came out. Same. So I was just like, ah, it's kind of mildly entertaining. Yeah. And then that's what I went back and watched thought. it. And it's fucking garbage. Yeah. It's just absolutely horrible in every way. Like it just the continuity makes no sense, the like the writing, the like, the whole first chunk where, like, oh, they're trying to find whatever this is, and it's a magnets. And George Lucas does – similar to the way that George Lucas doesn't know how romance works, he also doesn't know how magnets work. <laughs> 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 Fucking stupid. I don't know how George Lucas got so far. Like, George... I understand how they got a start. I mean – Because Star Wars, the first original trilogy, was great. But how do they let him keep going? after the tr- After the prequels –
0: like, well, George Lucas didn't even have that much to do with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
1: Did he? Didn't he?
0: He sort of helped shape the very general direction of the thing. Oh,
1: Well, whoever did that movie should die.
0: Steven Spielberg?
1: He should die. He well, had a he real should... short one there. He'd, uh, boy, did he fall.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> it's bad.
0: It No, it is. It's bad. It Yeah.
1: Um, not arguing. I also, with you. completely rage quit Assassin's Creed Unity. I mentioned I was playing through all the Unity stuff, or mm-hmm. all the Assassin's Creed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Black Flag. I mentioned I hundred percented it here in the last episode. Yeah, I started Unity. Uh, Unity's bad. Um, as bad as I remember, it's fucking enraging. Uh, they broke combat, made it impossible to fight. Mm. Uh, but they also didn't improve stealth in any way. They actually made it a little bit worse, so you can't stealth you'll get caught, and then you'll die. And it's just misery. And this is the first time I've ever, like, this is the first time I've rage-quitted a game in years. Like, I used to get, like, mad and, like, uh, I would, like, rage, I would rage, I would rage hiatus with games. Like, i do it with, with Injustice a lot, like, before I actually learned how to actually fucking play the game. Like, I would just button mash and I'd lose a lot. Yeah. And then I'd get upset. Uh, I'd rage hiatus. So I'd stop for the day and then I'd Go do something to calm down, and then I come back the next day, and like, because it's got a pretty rewarding uh, system. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I rage quit, where I was just like, fuck this game, I'm not 100%ing this game, I'm done with it, and I just went to the next game. I started Syndicate, and boy, is that an addicting game. Oh my god, Syndicate's a great game. I love it so much. It was funny when you walk in, you're like, so I'm guessing this is set in jolly old London, and I'm like, and what era do you think it is? And you're like, Victorian era. I panned the screen so you can see the <laughs> millions of smokestacks and you're like, ah, Industrial Revolution. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was great. Yep. <laughs> so that happened. Um, weekend was relatively uneventful for me. Mm-hmm. For a very personal reason. Yep. So this weekend was empty. Uh, I had a huge migraine yesterday. I've had two migraines in the past couple months, and that's, those are the only two migraines I've had in my life. Interesting. I don't know where they're coming from. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. Lots of beer in the past, what, four, 72 hours, roughly? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be about 72 at this point. It's, oh, God, it's Tuesday, dude. Yep. Yeah, sorry for record, recording so late. Shit went, well, shit went down in my life, and yep. we've had no chance of doing this over the weekend. So we're doing yep. it now! Yeah, it's what? not like we, we don't always end up. Episode? What? Yeah. It's not
0: like we don't always end up forgetting to edit and releasing yeah. it on Thursday anyway. But
1: hey, we almost like uh, we do a very good job of recording on time,
0: right? Usually, or on
1: su- Sunday afternoon. Right. This is the latest we have ever recorded an episode. We also need to record relatively soon to because the next episode is an Assassin's Creed episode with uh Brennan and Matt or Brennan and Aunt Carter. Mm, uh-huh. So we need to get that recorded soon. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I've been up to. I've also been listening to Billie Eilish.
0: I have too weirdly a little bit. You
1: like it? It's, kind of. There's just something there. It,
0: it's interesting.
1: It's like it, it really takes. She really takes like she and she said this in her uh uh all of interviews. She's like, I just like being different. Like, mm-hmm. we're in a culture of wearing tight clothes. Like, I haven't mentioned to you, like, suits, everything. Everything is form-fitting and tight. Yeah. And she's like, I like wearing things that are, like, ten size bigger than me. mm mm-hmm. Just because I like to stand out. I like to be different. I like to be memorable. And I'm like, y- yeah, you fucking do that. Mm-hmm. And, like, just her music is, it's, like, intoxicating almost.
0: Like, it's aggressively it, angsty. Yeah. But it's fun to listen to.
1: Yeah. And it, it's just, and also, like, the, Background of a of a band also appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Tool a lot of like well for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons I like them is their background is that it's been the same guys the entire time except for the bassist from the first album is, was a different guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also all have uh, or the drummer has jazz experience, has, like a lot of jazz background. Right, which I really like and you can hear it in the mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Eilish, it's just her and her brother. Her yeah. brother was a like a writer and stuff like that. So she just they just started doing stuff together yeah. and like all the interviews with him, he's just like, I, I try to write music that she can connect with mm-hmm. this stuff that she can perform because if I'm writing stuff that I can connect with, she's not gonna be able to connect with it. And you're going to get a half ass song. Yeah. Um, which I really, really appreciate. Um, and it's just, the music is fun. The first track on her first, on her only album, is her taking her Invisalign out? Yeah, <laughs>
0: she's like
1: my Invisalign has been removed, and this is the album. And it's just like, and there's several times throughout the album where she just laughs. It's yeah. just like the behind-the-scenes stuff. She's just having fun. Yeah, and she's just having fun. It's I love it. Mm-hmm. I love her. It's it's refreshing. I really didn't like her like when I first interacted with her because I was like, that's jarring and just pop. And then I like learned a bit more about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's probably one of those don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. moments
0: and some of it's very not pop
1: oh yes the that she just released a music video for uh when the party's over mm. it's like just really good harmonies like she mm-hmm. she's a great singer yeah and just oh man very interesting and very kind of exciting to see where she'll go mm-hmm. so that's am up to yeah. uh news news cracked on my phone
0: okay I'm just going to start reading okay. reading news. Um so apparently Marvel's considering a Spider-Man Venom team up? Yes. Which hey, that's always been a good pairing. Run. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I don't I don't really know how to feel about that. I mean, the best part of the Venom movie was the Venom character and the Tom Hardy portrayal, but it also kind of feels like that universe wouldn't jive with the MCU. Yeah. And as much as the MCU is oh, really, really good at doing stuff,
1: my phone. i apologize i have no idea what you just said
0: uh something about spider-man and venom and how i'm not sure how that would work because venom doesn't really feel like an mcu character but
1: I think it, i'm sure they could i think finagle it in somewhere th- there's a
0: lot of smart talented people involved in all sides of this equation except yep. at the sony side mostly yep so I, I i feel like that could work venom made a bunch of money it's a fan favorite character it's one that deserves to be handled right yeah so I'm I'm reasonably on board with this.
1: Yeah, I can see it.
0: Hmm. Well, um. Let's see. Uh. Oh. Why didn't you talk about Man Eater last week when, on our E3 episode? Man It's the it's like an open world RPG game where you're a shark and you swim around and eat people.
1: Because that was nowhere in E3. It was. Where? Which conference?
0: I don't know. I just saw I saw I'm the teaser.
1: Fucking look that up. Yeah,
0: I just I was I don't even know I must have been bet scrolling you was through
1: like uh Square Enix maybe. Now I'm a man eater, she's a man eater.
0: Yeah, I just Not I was that. just I was scrolling through Facebook or something and there's something like yeah look at this game where you get to play as a shark and eat people. Uh, it
1: was probably the Microsoft. And I was like, yeah, this is a,
0: this is the coolest thing ever.
1: It's a computer game, Microsoft Windows. Yep. Yeah, that's why I don't. No one cares.
0: But I was like, it's a E3, shark.
1: e is very much for console gaming. Right. PC gaming can get fucked. They have their uh, own shit. Okay.
0: Yeah. I thought that was cool though. Yeah, that's, that's I wanna I wanna get that. Go for it. <laughs> uh let's see. Um we got a James Bond sort of teaser/slash hype video. Did we? Yeah. It's uh half like just clips from the movie, really short, just like Here's a shot of Dingo Craig walking all sexy. Here's a shot of Dingo Craig driving a car all sexy. Here's a shot of Dingo Craig driving a boat all sexy. He's oh, a sexy man. they're all three
1: different suits.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: different sizes. I suits.
0: think one of them is wearing a polo shirt because ah. it's it's a lot of it's set in Jamaica. So. Oh, okay. Suit would be a little out of place and very sweaty.
1: Okay, so we actually talked about this. We'll have to do a really good James Bond episode with Brendan. Yeah. Um, the idea behind James Bond being a suit everywhere was because back then. That's just what people wore.
0: I mean, and also, he wears, like, polo shirts and reasonably normal but classy clothes in a lot of these early ones. Dr. No?
1: I mean, yeah, like, it's, I don't know. I feel like the fashion didn't change. People just identify him with a suit and a polo shirt, or like a like a Hawaiian shirt, basically. Because I see him in a Hawaiian shirt quite often.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Craig Bond, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. We'll have to do a deeper dive on those yeah. at some point. I uh, suppose when the that comes the, out, we'll that comes them, out yeah. which is like a year and a half or something.
1: Oh, sorry, Brendan. We're putting you off more. Yeah. Probably him on, on next week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, my guess is that they're covering. They're using that to distract from all the nonsense that's going down behind the scenes. What's going on behind the scenes? Um. So the well, we we talked a couple weeks ago about how Daniel Craig injured his ankle doing a stunt. He ended up having to have surgery on that. Um, uh, they messed up a controlled explosion a few days ago and blew up part of a iconic James Bond stage oh. in a in the studio. Oof. Um, apparently injured a cast or a crew member, but not too badly. Okay. Um. That we know of. A, probably dead. A dude got arrested for planting a camera in the women's bathroom on I set. I saw that one. Uh, the director allegedly. Th- I don't think this is true, but I'm going to say it anyway. A director allegedly showed up to for filming three hours late because he was playing video games, <laughs> <laughs> which he is an out and proud gamer. So there's some plausibility to it, but also he's a talented director and he knows how Hollywood works. He's gonna show up and do his job. Yeah. Um. Maybe so he was
1: doing some weird shit, and he just said he's playing video games to kind of cover for that.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it could just be a disgruntled cast member. But the fact is, there's a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. This yeah. movie's kind of looking like it might end up being a mess. But, you know, sometimes movies that are a mess behind the scenes turned out pretty good. So. Jazz. You
1: should have had a... Have, I should have had, had one prepared.
0: Yeah. The best one I could think of is Solo wasn't terrible.
1: Solo was absolutely <laughs> terrible. It was actually funny because we were talking about uh when uh, we were watching... Because Carter was there, too, when we were watching King of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. He said... Worst intro to a, uh Indiana Jones movie was the young Indiana Jones. And I was like, oh, he got his fierce snakes, his whip, and his hat all in one afternoon. I'm like, huh! <laughs> wow, a Harrison Ford backstory that, that explains all of what we know about him in one single adventure. What a stretch. I
0: haven't watched that movie since I was about 11. I thought that was a very clever introduction when I was 11. Yeah. I haven't thought about it since then. Yep. Oh well, uh, original Star Wars was a mess behind the scenes, absolute disaster. Oh okay. Um, right.
1: I'll bite. I'll, I'll bite then. Yeah, I'll bite.
0: Jaws. For you? Uh, the the thing that I have in all caps that's taking up two lines on my.
1: Oh yes, we will get to that in a second. All right. I want to go through a few of my things. Uh, Disney Fox uh, Fox Disney hires Taika Waititi for a new Flash Gordon movie. Okay. Great. Taika Waititi. I too. thought
0: I thought Flash was a DC character.
1: Flash Gordon, you dumb fuck.
0: Right, that's one of the, the six Flashes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's when uh, Commissioner Gordon becomes Flash temporarily.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, they're going to make that happen, aren't they? <laughs> God. <laughs> That'd be such a great Elseworlds Flash Gordon. I mean, he
1: became Batman during Super Heavy. Yeah. So, he can fucking do it. Just
0: like do a little one-off as him flashing just, flashed really, just really... for the pun. Just for the pun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers hires a new CEO. He Anne starts running
0: Sarnoff. He starts running marathons to get in shape, and he discovers he's really good at it. <laughs> God, <Jesus. laughs> I like uh, this. Warner
1: Brothers hires Ann Sornoff as the new CEO. I don't know who that is. Uh, she used to be the BBC Studios Americas. Oh, okay. Studios, Studios America. Put an apostrophe, comicbook.com. Uh, James Gunn's stu- Suicide Squad filming dates revealed to start September 23rd and wrap January 31st. Okay, that's a pretty standard amount of time for filming. Yeah, about three for months, a, four months for a
0: superhero movie. It's or a big blockbustery type thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious Nine reporting. Uh, Nine filming has reportedly begun. Oh, has finally begun. All oh right. yeah, Nathaniel, uh, uh, Natalie. Natalie? Natalie Natalie, Natalie Emmanuel has announced on Twitter, "Day one of shooting.
0: Oh, she's in it.
1: Cool. Uh, Danny Boyle confirms work on third thirty, uh, twenty eight days later movie. Okay, that'll be fun. And twenty eight months later that. now,
0: and then twenty eight years later, and then twenty eight centuries later, and then you can keep that going for a while. Twenty
1: eight millennia later. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige confirms Spider-Man: Far From Home is the conclusion to the Marvel's Infinity Saga." Sometimes you got to end a giant, like, rompous night of sex with a sweet little kiss on the forehead, huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good analogy.
1: (laughs) I just thought about it.
0: Well, I'm just, I'm starting to wonder now, like.
1: What if it is, like, about, what if if there is a multiverse?
0: Yeah, what if Mysterio is actually from the multiverse?
1: I have the theory, like, did I tell you that theory? Mm -hmm. That I think that's actually the case. And what they did is they put it, put that case or put that, put that fact in a trailer in the first trailer, mm-hmm. so that uh you or second trailer I guess second yeah. trailer so that everyone who cares mm-hmm. watches it and goes multiverse theory. And either one, they're a huge comics fan and they go multiverse theory. Fuck yes, I've been waiting for this like me. Mm-hmm. Or two, they're a comic book like they're a fan of the Marvel movies, but aren't that like knowledgeable in comic book lore and something like that? They go mm-hmm. multiverse theory, what's that? They look it up for themselves, learn it themselves, and go into the movie, and then the movie fills in the tiny little gaps that you just you need to know for the movie, but you right. have the general base knowledge. People who don't care, who gives a fuck? Okay. If you don't care about a movie and you go in and you watch the movie, there's things you're gonna miss anyway. Right. So you're gonna just go in like if you don't care, you're just gonna go in and watch Spider Man flip around and punch people in the face. Yep. Which is amazing to see Tom Holland do, but <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's my theory. Is that that, that is my theory? Mm-hmm. I think that that's what they did. Is they just like they threw that in there so that we not we have that base knowledge whether
0: we're in the right headspace, yeah, yeah.
1: Whether you have to go out and get it because you're interested and you're confused, mm-hmm. or you just know what it is.
0: Okay, I kind of buy it. I'm still pretty sure it's just a red herring, and Mysterio is doing illusions because that's how he does. He's yeah. not actually from the multiverse. Yeah, and that would make sense. But what if it's like a double red herring where? He actually is from the multiverse, and they planted that because they made that so explicit that people, they thought, yeah, people are going to realize that, no, is just an illusion guy. It's not actually the multiverse, but what if it actually is the multiverse?
1: What if it's a triple red herring, and what if he's actually not, but they did this, make you think that, and then think this.
0: What if it's a quadruple red herring, and he actually is the multiverse, what but what they said that it's... i <laughs> a
1: bridge right now this joke ends. <laughs> uh, last bit of news, new Matrix film reportedly on the way with a brand new lead star. Why? written by zach Penn. because why not
0: money i don't know yeah Mm.
1: that's the why not Uh,
0: honestly they made a new blade runner movie 35 years after the original and that turned out great i bet you
1: this is because keanu reeves is blowing up right now
0: honestly yeah let's capitalize on it bring him back as kind of the older wiser mentor type guy now yeah yeah yeah.
1: Well, if he's the one that's like, what if I told you that this movie is going to be good and then the next two movies are going to be terrible and then he puts out, like, a blue pill and a red pill and he's like, doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> 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 Take both. It's going to be bad next two movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: just, like, really fourth wall breaking. Just, I, Keanu wouldn't say that. Keanu would be like, hey, you're having fun and that's what matters. Yep. He's breathtaking.
0: You're breathtaking.
1: Aw. You're all oh god, I love him so much. I was I, normally I like resist those like fads and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. memes and stuff like that. Things that get really popular for a small amount of time that everyone recognizes, I usually think are super stupid. Keanu Reeves is just a wholesome person in general. I love him, and also the sin nudes thing that happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like this build up to just somehow spelling out the word sin nudes. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. I was so into that one. That was good. That was hilarious. Anyway, that's all the news I have, except for except for holy shit, Stranger Things! (gasps) Oh my god, they released a new trailer, and it just like I just text screamed at you, yeah, that I had jizzed everywhere, and you were like, "What?" And I was like, "Stranger Things trailer." You're like fully erect, (laughs) and then I got a text a minute and a half later. You're like, "I'm jizzing everywhere." (laughs) It is. Oh my god, that is so exciting to see Billy get his own, like, character arc. Yeah. Like, to have this thing come and, like, take over Billy. I think this is the end of Stranger Things.
0: No. It's explicitly not. They have said they're doing at least four seasons.
1: Ah, man. How are they going to ramp it up from this? I don't know. Uh, But I like the idea that they locked it out so that, like, this thing is now loose Mm-hmm. And they can't – they don't have a great place to find it and take care of it. Yeah. Like, they always had, like, the single, like, location. Like right. Like, the connection point that they could deal with. But now it's in their world, but they do have the advantage of their world, but they have the disadvantage that they don't know what this fucking thing can do. Yeah. And it just, like I'm, – I'm glad Dak glad Uh, munt Dakery dacarri yummery
0: because uh, he is a yummy, yummy man. We
1: need a. We need somebody to write these all these down. Yeah. we've forgotten.
0: Mark, this is your job because you're the only one I know that's listening regularly.
1: Yeah, Mark. Eh, Gage listens. Okay. Gage, this
0: is also your job. Well, oh,
1: Gage stops listening for a while and then does a huge marathon of catching. up. Right. So he'd eh, be, be the best person. He'd to be do it. exactly. He'll be the one who remembered. to sit him there
0: most. and keep track of it. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh, it looks so good.
0: Uh, I so like that. I like that they're changing the dynamic just a little bit. Yep. to and uh, bringing 11 into the real world finally it looks like yeah um cuz they're doing a bit of a time jump i think yep um i ISIS... the 90s now yeah what so. was the
1: what was the song that was playing mm. cuz i have like kind of a theme like a pop theme for every season
0: yeah i don't i don't know songs uh, you know that
1: oh uh, doesn't matter
0: Yeah. i'm but just so excited i'm incredibly hyped
1: we're going to have to oh god we're both going to be in galveston
0: i'm not going to be in oh, galveston oh not in galveston
1: Fuck! I'm going to be
0: I'm going to be watching that's it all right. that day and I'm going to be texting that, you fake spoilers. That's
1: right. We have that that <laughs> that plan. Yep. Damn it.
0: That's going to be fun. Damn
1: it. Damn it. Oh, uh, all right.
0: <laughs> we can cancel that plan if you prefer.
1: No. Okay. I'm so excited for that. Um Swamp thing. Swamp thing update. update.
0: Kind of more of the same. Right. It's not it's not bad. Like Uh-huh. It's not a slog for me to watch it, but it's a show I don't feel bad about doing something else on the side. Gotcha. Um, the The horror stuff is still well done. Um, lots of bits and pieces are really good. Uh, the character Jason Woodru, I think, is handled pretty well. Okay. Um, minor spoilers, that's the Floronic Man.
1: Oh, they're doing the Floronic Man?
0: apparently did you do,
1: uh, did you tell us that last time uh,
0: i don't think so i mean he's woodrue's in it but also yeah. just so are so many other characters uh xanadu um blue devil uh several shady corporate political secret cult organizations mm-hmm. that have existed sort of in the background of swamp thing comics for a while um abby yeah. arcane uh, the last episode we saw sort of a nightmare dream sequence flashback of probably her uncle, which would be Anton Arcane, or the Arcane. Yeah, you I know mean, Arcane as we know him, the, the kind of one of the Uber Swamp Thing villains. Yeah. Um. But the the character of Swamp Thing himself is still not super well handled. They've gone through like. So much character development off screen just his powers are already not fully fledged full-on god mode uh like volume five volume six swamp thing mm-hmm. where he can just turn gotham city into a jungle yeah but he's he's got powerful control over all sorts of plant things whereas like the first volume or two of the alan moore run He's basically just a big punchy dude who can regenerate when he gets hit. Yeah. Um and he goes the like half of the entire first volume is him trying to figure out how to speak. Like of the original Swamp Thing run. Yeah. Is him just trying to learn how to speak. And um he can speak instantly in this one, speak eloquently, more eloquently than he can in the comics like he's eloquent but he's also really slow and measured like there's ellipses every third word or second word and he speaks just normal complete sentences and it's slow and deep and it sounds like he wants something's voice to but it just doesn't feel like him Uh um i don't know what it is about the look but it's off for me
1: it it does look off i've seen pictures of it it just feels like prosthetics like bad prosthetics yeah like I, a it, suit that you can get from party, party galaxy it,
0: it might just be the budget yeah um it it's just a little bit too human maybe um it's
1: got a very distinct body like, yeah clearly
0: the, the body i think is pretty good the head is not doing it for yeah, me it's, In the it's face just a bald dude yeah <laughs> um so
1: yeah hopefully it gets better
0: yeah or less bad what was that, that me? I think my phone died.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: Well, we're at 45 minutes right now, so. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What's today's episode?
0: Best movies of 2013.
1: Yeah, pick up those notes with your toes.
0: Heck of a year. Heck of a year. That was, I, I actually remember that year, because that was the first year I consciously thought to myself at some point, man, this has been a really good year for movies. Yeah. Because... 2012 wasn't great as we talked about yeah. um 2011 i guess was fine kind of average and before that i wasn't super aware of what movies even were <laughs> i was like yeah star wars is fun yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so what came out uh well let's let's talk about it uh the Oscars were cleaned up by names like Dallas Buyers Club, 12 Years a Slave, Gravity, Nebraska, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Um and a whole bunch of other things that I'll get into in a bit when I talk about just the stuff generally I like. Um got any thoughts on any of those?
1: Uh Wolf of Wall Street I never finished. Uh I think I watched it when it kind of early on mm-hmm. and that was before I kind of so how old was I back then?
0: 2013 you'd have been 17.
1: 17. I think I was that was before I like kind of was all in on just like visceral movies mm, like mm-hmm. gore and stuff wasn't totally there for me yet. Yeah, just the like the constant cursing seemed unnecessary for me. Yeah, um, the drugs and stuff like that. Like I was, I was still in high school.
0: It's a super over the top movie. Yeah. You know?
1: Um. So I need to go back and watch that because I have read the story about the actual like that actual story of that guy. Mm-hmm um seeing interviews and stuff by him um gravity i believe that's the one with george clooney
0: george clooney and sandra bullock, sandra bullock in space floating around and things go wrong
1: yep i think that one i think i remember that one being intense as fuck
0: it was intense yep it was directed by alfonso cuaron who's that children of men guy oh ah! and roma guy and prisoner of azkaban he knows guy how to do tents. yeah
1: he does he also knows how to do
0: long takes it opens with like a ridiculously long take like 10 minutes or something uh-huh. and a lot of its effects because yeah. they're floating around in space but it's it's cool
1: yeah wait doesn't george clooney die like in the first like
0: Di- yeah 20? he dies like the first act
1: yeah 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 so that's yeah that's good yeah I'd... that's some
0: that's some solid stuff there um wolf of wall street i i enjoy mm-hmm. um it's definitely not my favorite movie of the year which is why i'm talking about it now and not in stuff that i actually really liked yeah but i i like it quite a bit it's um, it's super excessive, and a lot of people just see that surface-level stuff, uh, but it's got some interesting things that it says almost by not saying them. Uh, there's an interesting short video essay by Nerdwriter on YouTube, mm-hmm. who does a lot of good stuff on art and movies and pop culture and things, um, where he talks about it, the moral is almost that it doesn't have a moral it doesn't really comment on his excessive, lavish, dramatically immoral lifestyle. Yeah. It just kind of presents it. And it, it, I, I talk about this a lot, but I have this theory of literature and storytelling mediums where bad literature answers the questions. Good literature asks the questions. Great literature gets you to ask the questions. And this one gets you to ask a lot of the questions. And, it's it's also it comes up in a fun brightly lit yeah, the package. The
1: director tells you to ask the questions.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the ones that are like you must be thinking this. It's like <laughs> perfect. I love the way that that works. <laughs> Tell me what to think.
0: Yep. Yeah, but it comes wrapped up in a exciting package with five hundred some f words and a naked Margot Robbie.
1: Oh. Yep. No, that was in it. Oh yeah.
0: Oh. All Good of it. Check that out yep uh that's also one of the ones that i always surprise people when i tell tell people that it's one of my mom's favorite movies because it has 550 f-words and naked margot Robbie and cocaine just so much cocaine
1: i bet your mom says 500 f-words every single day and has a picture of naked margot Robbie covered in cocaine
0: have you met my mom no no you haven't (laughs) yeah
1: i haven't met any of her family
0: She's very nice. She <laughs> plays piano with the church choir and likes working in her garden. <laughs> She's a professor. <laughs> uh, she doesn't curse. Going crazy is drinking like two or three glasses of wine on a weekend.
1: Woo! Domus oh, Dalthorpe. I don't know her first name, so I can't say her first name. She
0: also kept her maiden name. Oh, it! Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Dan. Yep. I know your dad. Yep.
1: Dad Dan. Dan Dad. Yep. I've made that joke Dan, Dad like eight times.
0: Yep. Yep uh anyone oh uh i haven't seen dallas buyers club 12 years a slave i it does a lot of things just really impressive it's got some it's got this absolutely incredible shot that cinefix likes raving about from time to time where um the main character the guy who's a slave for 12 years uh is he has a noose put around his neck and is like he's going to be hung Uh but he's still he's on the ground but he's like just barely on the ground like his toes are kind of scraping and he can't really balance Mm because he's hanging from his neck and he's sort of strangling Mm -hmm. and he says something that gets the the guy who's trying to hang him to go check with the master of the house Mm -hmm. and the guy leaves leaves the frame and the camera just sits on him sits on this guy hanging for like two or three minutes as he's struggling and you see in the background it's like just empty Mm -hmm. and there's nothing going on because like all the slaves had scattered when this happens and they just start kind of slowly coming out and going around their day as he's here just like a slip from death in the foreground it's it's a harrowing shot and it does it does a lot of little things like that right um it kind of doesn't work super well as a story because it's directed by steve mcqueen who did uh hunger and shame and widows um and he's at his best when he can be telling less of a story and more of setting a mood and um just kind of getting into the soul of a character and with this one when he's trying to tell like a long extended story the pacing just feels really off yeah um so overall it just didn't really click for me but i really respect a lot of the things it did Mm -hmm. and it's an impressive movie
1: okay i knew i I do know i need to watch that i think that's on i went through and i compiled the next five years of movies Mm -hmm. of like the five uh, i tried to get to five movies that i could find on the streaming services Mm -hmm. so that i could work on it Mm -hmm. um i think that's one that was on netflix
0: Mm -hmm. i do have it on dvd also if it's not um yeah. Uh, also Nebraska, I wanted to give a shout out to because that's, that's one of those ones that they tickle my brain the right way where it's like, it's really slow. It's not really telling a story. It's kind of just, here's some characters. Here's a slice out of their life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a beginning, middle, and end so much as it's just, this is where we start and this is where we pull out of their story. Yeah. Um. It's about an old retired guy, poor guy from Montana played by Bruce Dern. Who? Dern
1: Bruce.
0: Dern Bruce. Um, you'd probably recognize him by his voice. He's got a just a ridiculously gravelly, hoarse voice. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: dude, my migraine came back about five minutes.
0: Ago. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you're you look like you're in pain over there. Ah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's he's an old guy. He gets a like a scam letter saying you've won three million dollars or something. Come mm-hmm. to this place in Nebraska to claim your prize. Um, and he can't find anyone to get him a, give him a ride there because he's older and kind of isolated. And so he starts walking. Um, and his son shows up and figure out what figures out what's going on. And he's like, "All right, I haven't spent much time with my dad. We need a some emotional stakes in this movie." let's have a road trip and so um the the dad and the and his wife and um the kid and i think his brother they just hop in this car and drive to nebraska Hmm. and there's just some incidents that happen along the way and it's it's quiet it's slow it's black and white it's um but it's it's very profound it's a little it's a little movie with some big things to say nice i like that one
1: What else came
0: out on the blockbuster side of the spectrum? Uh, in the non-superhero stuff, we had. Well, let's talk about superheroes first. Bad year for superhero movies. Mm. Uh, the high points were Man of Steel and The Wolverine. Um, the low points were Thor: Dark World and Iron Man Three. Yeah. Which some people really like Iron Man Three.
1: Kind of depressing all around.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a dark year. Dark year. This was kind of
1: following the fun Avengers. It's just like, hey, time to make Superman m- murder someone, and Iron Man having seen a bunch of murder. Yeah. And Thor.
0: It's literally got dark in the title.
1: Yeah. Whatever the fuck happens in that movie. Yep. Yeah, and, and uh, what's the other one? Wolverine. And Wolverine. Which That's, that was pretty Wolver- dark. Yeah, yeah. Lots,
0: lots, lots of murder. Um, this kind of feels like. Okay, look at the Dark Knight trilogy. That is done. It was good. It was dark. Let's be dark. And this kind of feels like the 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 deepest low of the reaction to that yeah of the gritty dark stuff. Uh, and then I think movies started to kind of pull out of that. Yeah. Thereafter, but Come yeah. out of your depression, please. <laughs> don't
1: don't don't stay there. We'll yeah. For a little bit.
0: Yep. Yeah. So that was that was a dark year. Uh oh. Uh, speaking of darkness. Star Trek Into Thereof. Oh, that was
1: that was a pretty good movie. I like it. That's a great movie. All the Star Trek movies are good.
0: Yeah, haven't you hated on Into Darkness before on here, repeatedly with some vehemence? No. Okay. I don't think so. Might be thinking of someone else because I like it.
1: I mean, I haven't seen it in forever, so I might not just re- i Also, have a migraine and my brain is in like mush right now so i don't remember it very Mm -hmm. well i might have not liked it okay i know i like beyond beyond is fun i don't
0: know yep i like it it's dumb and it's kind of it does some things that are dark for the sake of dark yeah but it's fun it's got some good action stuff it's got benedict cumberbatch just chewing all the scenery which is benedict cumberdick oh there we go right i apologize i didn't mean to mispronounce your name mr cumberdick confused Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah, so that one happens. speaking of dark stuff. uh, World War Z. uh, Ah,
1: speaking of Isolated System. That song, uh, Isolated System, plays at the very beginning of World War Z. Oh. Yeah.
0: Huh.
1: When I was introduced to Muse. Okay. I dig it.
0: Yeah. That's a decent movie, as I remember. Yeah. I think I actually watched it twice. Which is...
1: I think I did too, actually. A reasonable compliment a for yeah, sort it's, of a it's pretty movie. good movie. I, I like it. I like the the different approach at like zombie. Like it's not like a different approach at zombies. It's a zombie movie, but like I like the idea of like that it's a it's a disease. It's pathogens that are looking for healthy hosts that it can live in. Mm-hmm. So like they just give everyone AIDS. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it? That's a, is it? Uh, oh, yeah. Like the dead version of AIDS.
0: They, yeah, they give you like a yeah.
1: And he like. He's the first one that does it, and He like sticks it in and like then he like tests it out and like walks out in front of and like all the zombies just kind of ignore him and he just goes and gets some sodas. I think they were Pepsi's. I think it was right because it was the egregious product, product placement. placement. Yeah. <laughs> so he just goes and gets some Pepsi. Yep. And then he's like, "Oh hey," and then they sent. I think it was like leukemia. Something. Like a dead a dead strain of. Uh, well, leukemia
0: is not a like a pathogenic disease. It's cancer.
1: Well, yeah, no, like it also ignored cancer. Oh. Like it was like i it, it ignored I don't unhealthy movie. cells. I just
0: remember it was a fun action zombie movie.
1: Yeah. It was a it was a good reveal of the uh, of that of that idea that like he like saw the girl with like that had a bald head, like mm-hmm. kinda crouching down and everything was running past it. Yeah. So like it actually it actually tricked me. That was one of the first movies I ever watched that I I kinda put things together myself. Uh huh. Like kinda got started getting foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. but I didn't do it right. <laughs> uh what I actually thought that it was it was looking for uh either fast moving or like energetic people in some sort of way because the two people that you that he saw them passing by because it was the same scene like he mm-hmm. like it was like outside the where outside the super superstore. Mm-hmm. i'm remembering more of this movie than i thought i was um and it was the girl the bald girl crouching down kind of like right uh, and then there's the homeless guy sitting there yeah both of which were stationary and obviously not happy people right And I thought that that's, like, it was, like, almost a movement and, like, uh, like, uh, just something that got their attention. Yeah. Like, you know how dogs can sense your mood? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like they can go, like, ah, this person's smiling, but, like, there's a, there's, like, an aura about you that kind of portrays to animals your mood. Um, kind of like that. So (laughs) I kind of put that together. And then I was like, oh, no, cancer. I'm like, I guess that kind of makes more
0: sense. Yeah. (laughs) It's clever. It's fun. Uh. Speaking of reasonably fun action movies that don't really get remembered, uh, Oblivion. You remember that one? I've never
1: watched that. Yeah, it's okay. It's Tom Cruise, isn't it?
0: Yep. Yep. Um,
1: he does a lot of action movies that nobody really remembers. Yeah, it's
0: also got. Uh, he also
1: does a lot of action movies that everyone remembers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also got uh Morgan Freeman and uh Nicolaj coster waldo What? Yeah, he shows up kind of a minor role. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. Who was he in recently that I saw?
0: Um, Game of Thrones season eight.
1: Oh, right, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was oh, it. F- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, that, like one's, that one's that's all. Music's pretty good. It's very much just like Hans Zimmer rip off music, but it's you know pretty good. Let's see. Uh, what else came out this year? Great Gatsby. Yeah. Uh, The Conjuring.
1: Eh. Nikolai Costa Uh, Nikolaj. Nikolaj nicolaj Yay, n-i-k
0: Got yep. it. uh let's see
1: what else came out oh fast... he was in gods of egypt
0: oh, okay yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> poor guy
0: yeah <laughs> let's see fast oh, and furious simpsons oh there's
1: mercury Re- i don't know who the fuck that is
0: no idea fast and furious 6 pacific Rim.
1: oh that's a good movie i
0: still haven't seen that one that's right. one i would have it's seen not if ed had... yeah i know that's one I would've watched if I had time to watch movies.
1: Yeah. It's a good movie. It's it's fun. It's and again, like I I just cannot I feel so proud of me realizing this that the music sounds like you took the guy who wrote the music for Game of Thrones and said, I want you to write a movie about giant robots punching <laughs> giant monsters. And he's like, Got it. And he gave it to him and they're like perfect. And it's just it's so identifiable. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>
0: that sounds about right. Yep. Yep, so that's fun. That's a fun movie. Uh, you know what's a not Brains fun movie? breaks its
1: rules almost immediately.
0: Of course. <laughs> you know what's not a fun movie? Hobbit 2, The Desolation of Smaug. What are you talking about?
1: It's a desolation of a fucking franchise. That's what Ooh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not even the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that almost is halfway watchable in a couple of places.
1: Like, this is another one of those examples of, like, the horse. The the horse metaphor they're like hey we should take this this franchise and like do more with it this this horse that's like like we made the hobbit movie it's kind of dead now we should make it into glue so they just threw it in a blender no yep. and then the next movie they're like shit that didn't work let's use items from what it actually what actually worked and try to put it back together and it's just this this gross mix of glue and horse pieces
0: yep yeah it's the way i described it after first seeing it was that the first one was a decent movie with some bad parts the second one was a bad movie with some decent parts what we don't movie? talk about the third one
1: <laughs> it's just it's yeah. the
0: the third one before hellboy came along was in the argument for my least favorite movie
1: and hellboy is easily easily Oh, God. Don't bring up Hellboy. Yeah. I have a migraine already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see.
0: The uh, Lone Ranger came out that year. I that was apparently that. not very good. I'm
1: um, going with uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp as yeah. Toto, isn't it? Tonto. Tonto. Yep. Toto. Toto. <laughs> God damn it.
0: That's, nope, not it. Wrong one. Uh. <laughs>
1: that's from Twister.
0: Right. Probably. I haven't oh, seen that's Twister.
1: Th- that's one of those things, uh, for people who don't know, the movie Twister... Uh you've never seen Twister? no, nope. oh, it's based on my dad no oh. i'm I'm not even kidding mm-hmm. the the team so there's Dorothy and toto to- uh, Dorothy didn't exist. Toto existed. I don't remember what it stands for, but it it's an actual thing. It's in the National Weather Center, like the actual item is in the National Weather Center where my dad used to work mm-hmm. uh but he was on the I believe it was his graduate class like the him like that team of graduate students mm-hmm. uh and they built it and they did it, and that movie is based on it and it's funny because my dad talks about the uh, – uh, how – like people – Matt and Kinsey, my, our friends Matt and Kinsey mm-hmm. claim that every character is based on one of the people. Mm-hmm. like They go like, oh, that's their, that's this person. That's this person. Uh, my dad claims very vehemently – vehemently? Is that the word you say? Vehemently. Vehemently. that Vehemently. <laughs> I mean honestly, that's what it looks <laughs> like. Vehemently. Uh, vehemently that um, – movies like this when it's based on something like that, like a team, they just put the – caricatures of different characterizations yeah in a movie uh you got your like nerdy excited one you got your realistic one you got and it's like kind of like jurassic park does the same thing yeah and you've got like your quiet one who's really smart and i was like and apparently that character exists in the movie and i was like that's my dad He's that's cool the Quiet one that's a smart one that's driving and is the one that is the best at it uh-huh <laughs> um but yeah, no, there's the movie Twister. Everyone's like, ah, oh, like I've I've seen that movie. It was funny. Uh, my ex, her grandfather, loved that movie. Mm-hmm. So when I finally met her grandparents, it was like, yeah, you know that movie you love. My dad, based on my dad, immediate gold, like the uh, <laughs> brownie points. Of nice, that, one. that was easy. Yep. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, uh, the last blockbuster one. No, how about this? Before I talked about that one, oh my phone died gosh dang it i had a whole thing prepared Oops. i was uh gonna read you the descriptions of two different movies or, uh, of a, yeah two different movies and see if you could tell which one was which because this is the year that olympus has fallen and white house down both came out that's right because <laughs> yeah. there's so many of these movies that come in pairs uh deep impact and armageddon um there's another really egregious example
1: yeah there's some uh, there's some rough ones out there yeah um uh 2012 and
0: uh day after tomorrow no no that one's before that
1: uh uh gravity and interstellar i think were mm. close
0: they were yeah they were a year apart but they're also very different movies yeah
1: i don't know i know we, we've talked about it before we should mm-hmm. probably do an episode we could probably do an episode I'm yeah
0: um, um
1: so yeah what uh yeah those things happen Was it like the white house gets attacked
0: White House gets attacked by foreign terrorists. A lone man has to save everything. It's die hard. Yeah, just die hard in the White House. Yep. One of them, Olympus has fallen. I think is supposed to be just One kind of a, a Morgan
1: Freeman or Denzel Washington.
0: Uh, let's see. Uh, Jamie Fox is the president in White House Down. Uh,
1: so Olympus. An
0: Olympus has fallen. I think it's Morgan Freeman. No, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's someone. Aaron Eckert is the president in that one. Morgan Freeman's in, Morgan Freeman's in it, yeah. yeah. And I think that one's supposed to be kind of a generic, not great Warren action Butler. movie. Yeah,
1: it's got the big, it's got the three big ones. Yep. And then.
0: And then White House Down has Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Um, Why? and I think that one's supposed to be better because it's funnier. Yeah. That's what I hear. I haven't seen either of them, so okay, I don't yeah, know it's if got I, I should do got a
1: fifty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: It's above average. Yay. Average is probably not 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jamie
1: Foxx, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Joey King, Richard Jenkins, James Woods, Jason Clarke.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. He exists. Yep. Forget about that sometimes. Yep. Also came out this year, uh, Hunger Games Catching Fire, which is a weirdly great movie. Um, I haven't ever finished all those. Yeah, the first one's fine. It's sort of a generic adaptation. The second one exceeds the book by quite a bit. Um, it darkens the mood without feeling sort of dramatic and angsty. The writing is actually quite good. Um, it takes a relatively weak base story and makes it pretty compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it it's really a solid movie. <laughs> um. I was looking at the numbers. It's uh, higher rated on both IMDb and Metacritic than the popular and well-liked Frozen, which came out this year.
1: Oh, Frozen came out this year.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, animated movies that came out this year. Frozen. Uh, I don't know what that says. It says DMZ? Probably DM2. DM2. Despicable Me 2. Oh. That one. Yep.
1: Isn't there a third one, too? Yep. Ah, they fucking beat that horse, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, they milked milked that cow for all it's worth
0: yep monsters university and planes oh uh, <laughs> not a great year for animated movies no, either Oh sir <laughs> uh yeah
1: you're like frozen and a bunch of shit
0: yep and frozen's pretty good
1: Frozen's pretty good except it's way fucking overdone now because children oh, yeah. yep god i'm so sick of frozen
0: i'm so sick of children <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. i like children uh, anything else? Uh, well, then there's all the like actual serious movies that I liked.
1: Oh God, how much <laughs> longer is this episode going to go on? My head is murdering me. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> brief shout outs to Ender's Game, which is fine, and Snowpiercer, which everyone but me really liked.
1: I liked it. I liked the uh the vague uh soylent green, yeah type of plot going on. Yep. Eat the poor.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: Also vague. Um, modest proposal. Yep. I love A Modest Proposal. I love when people like are also familiar with that. So I can reference it to some people mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Yeah, I get what you're saying." Like it's a funny joke because that's a funny one to reference when you talk about something like you're like, yeah. "Oh, I got an idea. Let's eat babies." And they're like, who knows?
0: Jonathan Swift."
1: Yep. What a dude. Yep. What a fucked up guy. Yeah. ah, it's for and like so there's like the there's the three tiers of people with A Modest Proposal. There's the people that haven't read it. There's the people that have read it. There's the people that have read it but don't know it's a parody. <laughs> those are my favorite those people. Those exist? Those exist. <laughs> those are my favorite people in
0: this world. For
1: people who think that a guy wrote a genuine art, a genuine, like explanation of why we should eat babies because they're plump and because it saves – it's just – those are my favorite people. And I'm like, we should eat babies. And they're like, isn't that for, like a horrifying like thing? And I'm like – Yes, it is. Yeah. It's like a brief moment of like, what? Oh, I'm going to yeah. fuck with you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Um,
1: people I typically only talk to prior to that conversation with that conversation and they never want to talk to me again. Yeah. Because I fuck with them. That's a, that's a good way to. And then I usually explain. I, I typically explain to them that it's a parody. And they yeah. Need to get their shit straight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good. That's good. You know what else is good? We talked about on the way over. lock. Locke. That came out this year.
1: Oh, Locke is a good movie.
0: It's a, it's one of those ones where the premise kind of seems stupid unless you... Are.
1: Man it, drives.
0: Man drives. But then if you say it's Tom Hardy in a car for two hours or an hour and a half, you think, okay, well, that's, that's something right there. Uh, unless you're someone who's only watched Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. And then you're like, that sounds dumb.
1: Man drives and is trying to deal with concrete shit going wrong.
0: Yeah. No, it's a... It's a, it's a fascinating concept, and it's probably about as good as the execution could ever be, because Tom Hardy kills it. Yeah. And it does a good job of creating a surprisingly complex plot. Yeah. With, uh, not a lot going on. Um. It's got it little... fun
1: to have that one guy that everything's going wrong. He's like, why can't I get this right? And he's like, because you're a fucking idiot. I should be there, but like, I got a child.
0: Yeah. Spoilers. Sort of.
1: It's... Do you realize what's going on in the first yeah. five minutes?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's got uh, Academy Award winner Olivia Colman. It's nice. got Tom Holland as a baby. Yep. Not a baby. He's probably, what, 11?
1: Daddy, why is mom crying? Yep. Oh, Tom. Your parents are dead. <laughs> that was your uncle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, yep, yeah, so that's good. Uh, yes. Her?
1: Oh, I've seen parts of that. I saw the end of that and I really want to go back and watch the first
0: one. Yeah, that one's great. Hawking Phoenix is great. Scarlett Johansson is great. Um, other person who's in it who I can't remember off the top of my head is great. Huh. Fourth person who's also in it that I can't remember is great. I haven't seen this movie since probably 2014. Yeah. Um, but, yep, that one was really good. Uh, Captain Phillips is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, oh, like a, it's very, very gripping. Very tense because it's paul greengrass and he did the second two born movies um rush which is probably the best sports movie in a long time uh that's the one with chris hemsworth and baron spike zemo jones. baron zemo yeah spike jones directed it he's he has a minor role in what? wolf of wall street wait what spike jones
1: no he's in her
0: he also directed her oh and he's also, he's also
1: alien child
0: Oh. Yeah. He's also in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, briefly.
1: Oh, what a guy! Oh, Chris Pratt, Ah. Bill Hader, Kristen. Fuck. Yeah. A lot of people. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh,
0: Rush has got I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, Daniel Bruhl, and uh, Chris Hemsworth, and it's they're racing Formula One in the 70s based on a true story. Uh, directed by Ron Howard. Got a good pounding Hans Zimmer score and I think it's the best sports movie in a long time huh. um let's see what else we got going on uh oculus which is a...
1: uh horror movie about the mirror
0: yeah horror movie about the mirror it's got the apple robin the apple that
1: turns out to be a uh, light bulb
0: yep except it actually turns out to be an apple
1: oh does it yeah oh
0: the mirror's just messing with you oh
1: um well if it's just messing with you you should figure that out and just be like Nah, everything's fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, okay the the whole thing is them the whole movie is them trying to figure out the mirror mm-hmm. and they sort of understand it, but they don't and they're kind of unraveling more properties and it's 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 a really fascinating exploration of sort of the cursed object trope in horror uh-huh. um where it it doesn't do just a straight horror movie. The straight horror movie happened in the past and is explained by flashbacks. And this is like 10 years in the future where it's these two who had this horror movie happen to them, mm-hmm. uh, Robin and Nebula. Um, and they're like, okay, well, these are kind of the rules, how it works. We're going to find a way to defeat it. And so they have this whole complicated system with all these rules and fail safes and stuff. And it's it's interesting watching the mirror tr- like take apart their whole plans. Mm. It's, it's fascinating how it becomes a character without doing anything.
1: How scary is it? How paranormal scary is it?
0: uh the flashback stuff is pretty paranormal scary Eh, damn it never mind um i'm not gonna watch it it's good okay it's good though i'll i'll rewatch it at some point probably around halloween and i'll tell you if i'm over exaggerating the paranormal stuff because there is like a In
1: the meantime i'll watch all the terrible uh, slasher movies
0: there we go (laughs) that's our plan uh let's see
1: i love halloween for that uh
0: the world's end which is the finale of the cornetto trilogy yes it's the one i like in the middle of the cornetto trilogy i like hot fuzz a lot better and Shaun of the dead worse Mm -hmm. um it's the weirdest one for sure uh but simon Pegg is great and everyone else is good i think it has martin freeman in it no yeah it does Right, because there's a funny oh, thing. That's like beer? Funny thing happens to him at the end. Yeah, but no, that's a that's a bizarre one. And so it's kind of a movie with two halves. And I really like the first half, and kind of like the second half. Mm-hmm. And I think there's people who are kind of flipped, and I think there's people who like all of it. But it I goes from them. it goes from just sort of drinking comedy to existential sci-fi. Yeah, and If there's anyone that can pull it off, it's Edgar Wright. And he pulls it off. Yeah. It just... I don't know. The second half doesn't click for me as much as it could. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Under the Skin? That's a great one. Scarlett Johansson drives around and picks up random dudes in Scotland. Right. That's that's actually how they made that. So, the premise is she's an alien. She came to Earth, and she's... We don't know. Studying, feeding on something to people. Mm -hmm. And so, she drives around Scotland and picks up dudes and so they literally just put hidden cameras in a van and had scarlett johansson in a short black wig drive around and pick up dudes in the streets of scotland and like there's some major plot points that came out of who they picked up and how that developed and Uh it's and then it gets like the second half gets really deep and like a meditation on isolation humanity and it's a it's a heck of a movie it's super artsy um not super artsy if you pay attention, you understand what's going on, mostly. Mm-hmm. It has some really artsy stuff that's probably over the top. Um, it's very interesting, though. Uh, let's see. Prisoners, uh, which was the first Denis Villeneuve movie that, no idea what that is. stuck in my head. It's got Hugh Jackman and uh, I th- Terrence Howard and Paul Dano and uh, David Dustmalkian um who you'd better remember is the guy who harvey dent threatens to shoot with the coin in a back alley in dark Knight early Hmm. um i don't know anything
1: Uh, my brain is not working anymore
0: he's uh (laughs) oh he's also an ant man he's one of the he's the the guy with the awful russian accent that's in michael Pena's crew yeah yeah He's tall, skinny guy. Yeah, pencil neck. Yeah, he's in it. He's creepy. Um, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. He's one of the main characters. Huh? Hmm. It's um, uh, Hugh Jackman's daughter gets kidnapped, and it's the entire movie him gradually going to more and more extreme measures to try to figure out how to get her back. Jake Gyllenhaal's the detective with a mysterious past who's trying to figure out what's going on. Um, Paul Dano is a crazy guy who may or may not be the kidnapper. Um, it's. It's really dark. It's really messy, but it's really well put together. It's um, it's a gorgeous movie with all these like dark autumnal colors and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's an interesting. It's one I need to rewatch. I was probably a little too young to really dig into it, and I loved it the first time I watched it. But it, I think it's worth a rewatch from me. Um, American Hustle I liked, but don't remember. Uh, Inside Lou and Davis which i know andrew raves about all the time oh so much such a good movie though that's uh one of the probably one of the mm, no not one of the most coheny movies because it's it's not very funny but it's it's sad and it says things in very unique and dark ways um it has some funny stuff to it uh oscar isaac is great he's got a kitty um and Europa Report, that came out this year.
1: Oh, wonder where that is on your top movies.
0: Probably number one. Yeah, That's number one. Yeah, I really like that one. It's are a, we done yet? It's the best sci fi movie you've never heard of. Go check it out.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually really really good. Yeah, my we've head talked is about on it fire. a
0: lot. All right, we'll move we'll move to the end here. Uh, I don't have a top five. Europa Reports on top. I really like it. Said Lou Davis, Prisoners, Lock, and Under the Skin. There it is. Uh,
1: Locke was really, really good. Um, I actually kind of like Iron Man 3. Uh, Man of Steel is actually, like, shockingly good. It's like, it's a good juxtaposition of the typical Superman ethos. Um, there's also several really good moments in Man of Steel. Like, when fucking... The dude, when Zod threatens his mom and he just loses his shit. <laughs>
0: that is a great moment. I will say that.
1: <laughs> um, fuck, what other movies are in there that I've seen?
0: Monsters University.
1: I did not like Monsters University. Me neither. That was stupid as shit. Um, That's my top five. Those three. Captain Phillips. I haven't seen Captain Phillips. Oh. (laughs) All right. Yep. So that's it. Uh, All right.
0: We shall. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, It
1: feels like there's a fucking vice just
0: turning. Yeah. Sorry this one kind of fell apart because Preston had a migraine. Um, oh. wow, I burped in the middle of that, um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I was like, um, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to that one. Uh, next week we're doing Assassin's Creed, yes. which I'm going to be out of town this weekend, so maybe I just won't be on this one, oh, shit. which kind of actually works out perfectly. That's a first. Yeah. It's going to be weird. I'm gonna hold that against you for a long time. Yeah. you can be like, I've done more episodes than you. That's true you slacker yeah but then i'll celebrate on the 101st and it'll be awkward and weird yeah. uh yeah so next week assassin's creed tell us what your favorite and least favorite assassin's creed games are and why uh in excruciating detail if you're on facebook where we're just us losers in 140 characters or less if you're on twitter unless you want to do a whole thread um that's just us losers pod at twitter.com no at justice losers pod that's how that works yep. uh same thing on instagram at justice losers pod we also have a gmail if you want to do an in-depth review of each of the games so that preston doesn't have to do any prep work for this not like he's not already doing a bunch uh that's justice losers pod at the uh, games. <laughs> yeah uh let's see we'll have a spider-man review at some point probably Right, but it's like twenty bucks a ticket right now for the Tuesday showing, and I don't want to fucking do that. We'll we'll have to figure some, something out. It'll, it'll be a late one. It 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 might it might be a late one. There we might be able to do like a I don't know earlier in the day on Wednesday or something. I don't know. Possibly. Um. I'm taking. We'll talk about. Play. Okay. I'm Wednesday off. Yeah, we'll do all our planning. Uh, yeah. So I think I've said all the. No, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes and. I almost said Facebook. Podbean. That's the <laughs> third one. Uh, where you can find all our reviews and all our regular episodes. Uh, don't check out the early stuff. Check out the later stuff. Yeah. Maybe starting around, I don't know, 40 or so, I think is when we started to pick up. Yeah, getting a little better at the whole talking thing. Yeah. We'll just start here and we'll go backwards. Mm-hmm. Leave I a comment. Know.
1: started filming that'll
0: be not confusing at all <laughs> yeah listen to our terrible speculation about infinity war and endgame and all that that'll be good uh yeah leave a comment on stuff you know we don't get enough fan interaction we have a whole segment dedicated to it but nothing ever happens Yeah. so do that thanks for listening bye bye, bye.